When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Thursday's episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast. My name is Craig Fowler and I'm joined on this occasion by Tony Anderson. Hello. And Robert Borthwick. Hello. Hello, Hello guys. Cheenage. Oh, <laughs> this is the first time we've ever podded together. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. This, is, uh, this is Tony and Rob for the first time. Can't wait. Oh, this is, I mean we've probably known each other for about six years or something. Aye, I'd say so. Aye. Oh, so it's yeah. quite... That's when we, there was a switchover when you guys were getting involved if I was leaving. Ah, you needed about eight people to replace me. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, because I mean, we knew each other from outside, ah, mucking around the Fowler basically, but ah, this is a, what an opportunity. What, what, a, what, what a life. Exciting times. <laughs> exciting times. Okay, so you both have 30 seconds to say why hearts are better than hibs and vice versa. What? <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> I'll just, you, well, I'll just you the usual hips one we didn't stiff charities <laughs> simple Tony wins Rob, Rob, Rob didn't even take part sad well what I'd, my, my riposte to that is you didn't stiff charities <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were going to get a run off of a derby record day no no, no no absolutely 12. I actually changed my mind Rob wins <laughs> absolute big guy behaviour yeah. <laughs> Right, uh, what we're actually going to be doing on today's show is looking at our, not looking, uh, bringing our swap deals, player swap deals, we do this most years, don't think we did it last year, uh, but uh, we're bringing it back, and uh, I'm so glad we are, because this was not incredibly difficult at all, and I I love all these and don't think most of them are complete bollocks. I know, because I remember back when we'd done these back in the day, sometimes sitting there like, yep, why won't they do it, why won't they do it, even financially, you think that would work, that would work, I found that extremely difficult the squads are smaller Aye. these days than what there were back then there's not as much sort of deadwood and probably worse yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't know it was it was tough it was, it was a slog, tough it was a slog for me but 
Right. Yeah. How many of you guys got each? I've got four. I've got four. <laughs> I have got uh, five, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. And that's why you're the boss. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, why don't you give us your first 14? <laughs> oh, oh, we've run out of time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, why don't you give us, uh, why don't you give us one of your ones? Uh, right, so... One, uh, one, of the, one of the worst ones. One of the worst ones? Aye, yeah, starting on a, start a low. Right, and then we'll jump down with my big one. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, I tried. I, I tried at the end, because I went to them all. I managed to get one for each team, so every team's going to get a, a mention here. Uh, but I was trying so to democratic. I was trying to get. I was trying to get a block. Fuck off, Tony. <laughs> I was trying to get a a blockbuster one. Right. Uh, then, like Celtic and Rangers. Kind well, of thing. I didn't even uh, fucking look at Celtic and Rangers. It's totally so hard. It, yeah. it was pretty much impossible. The one I came up with is rubbish, <laughs> uh, which is Lee Griffiths going to Rangers for Nicola Cage. <laughs> So I, um, I don't think that's really captured in the spirit of this. <laughs> just imagine a league if it's put the Rangers strip on and just walking out the stadium and everyone hating them. <laughs> no, everyone's just confused. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, hating himself. Yeah. I also try to. I, there was other ones like. No, shut up! Show your workings. Like what? Scott Brown going to Hibs for Ryan Porteous. <laughs> um, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Good as Ryan Borges is, a year of Scott Brown would probably be Aye. pretty good. And I, I, I'm into short termism. I'm a football fan. <laughs> yeah, that was probably a better one, wasn't it? The Nora mentioned the cage one is just basically because Celtic could do with an arse at half. And I was just like, well, Lee Griffiths hasn't really played this season anyway, and Celtic are still fine. Yeah. And Rangers could probably do with a backup in case one of Morelos or the four gets injured. Aye. But Celtic <laughs> Ross either ever been or maybe Morelos forgetting that he's matured. To but but what, what be, one of the reasons why it's rubbish, one of the numerous reasons why this is rubbish, is that Griffiths, if he leaves Celtic, Celtic will need the backup striker as well. Yeah. Well, that was the problem I was saying for Aye. a lot of this. Is everyone? I think nearly every team in the league could do with another striker yeah. in some shape or form. So if he stole one off another team and gave them another player, yeah, they may be happy, but they'd still need to go out and replace. The backup striker. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's go back to the, the let's go. So that was my end. That was the one I ended on. Where I was trying to think of anything that was like blockbuster. This is kind of blockbuster. So Celtic, like I say, could do with an R set and a half. So I decided that they should take Michael Devlin uh, as a kind of reliable Scottish Premiership backup, like better than Jack Henry or Neil Beaton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and in return because Celtic have now three good fullbacks, uh, right backs and Aberdeen I think could still use a decent right back so yeah. I'm not convinced by Viner at right back and Logan's now rubbish yeah. uh, so I'm giving them Moritz Bauer in return I did look at Bauer as one uh, one potential but I just, I just didn't do any Celtic I was like there's no I don't know they're just pretty good for them but I suppose you're right they don't actually need them I don't I think Elham's first choice in Europe Frimpong almost seems to be first choice domestically now yeah yeah and it makes sense for Frimpong I mean we've, that's been discussed before but definitely he's an absolute baller and if we don't need people are either the guys talking about him we've not seen him defend yet we're probably never going to see that yeah. in Scotland so just let him crack on yeah okay so next up uh, so I'll move to Hearts Okay. So Hearts could do with a backup fullback mm-hmm. for Mikey Smith, mm-hmm. and I think this player—I've just called him rubbish—but maybe he could be good again for the last couple of years of his career with a new change of scenery. So Hearts getting Shea Logan, and then just give Aberdeen Lord Demur. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Aberdeen say again. No. Again, I don't see how Aberdeen are winning out of that. <laughs> uh, if I'm honest, well Demur has played at Cardiff. He can maybe be decent with a decent manager, and Derek McInnes 
I think they could do an offset midfielder on that. They've had some injury problems in there this season, having to play fullbacks, for instance. And McKinnis likes guy just runs around a lot. He managed to get Don Ball to give a... Like, he managed to get a tune out of John, Don Ball. Yeah. I think he could get one out of Demore. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I, I've, I've actually got one similar, whereby it uh, makes fucking no sense for one of the teams. <laughs> but I, I wanted to shoehorn it in slightly. Uh, I've got Greg Dockerty going to Hearts. And Oliver Bazanich going the other way, so they've just got another <laughs> midfielder. <laughs> they've got another midfielder that they can just stick in the reserve. Yeah, they don't need that. It, it makes no difference to Rangers, and it would make Hearts better. There's absolutely and no Hearts are no, no, are no got any danger to Rangers, so it'd just Aye. be about being stemmed. Well, that's it. It's like, it's like Hearts, Hearts winning that. Rangers, they're unchanged. I wouldn't say they get worse. Apart from maybe everyone gets really, really bored. Can maybe give... <laughs> <laughs> what about... Right, so Rangers, like I say, could maybe use a third striker. Uh-huh. Just anybody, because there's nobody behind them. What about if Hearts give them Connor Washington for Greg Dockery? Okay, good Northern Irishman. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. He's <laughs> <laughs> not really, he's from London. And the full lacks pace nowadays, so he's more about acceleration and stuff like that, so maybe Washington could stretch the pitch a bit. I mean, we're really, really we struggling here. Pushing it a bit. Um, I think he's just a third option yeah. for when one of them gets injured. You just sit in your arse and yeah. just like, shut up. Yeah, he's in the stands and he you want to sit there now? <laughs> Coming on for the last yeah, few You can sit beside me now, actually. There you go. I've got one. Oh, wow. I was thinking that obviously Kilmarnock they're going well but they probably do lack a bit of creativity yes. in that team and they've got El Macrini Dicker and Power who are all relatively similar although El Macrini has um, seems to have added quite a lot of goals to his game and assists in fairness but I was thinking why don't they take Stevie Mallon and we'll take one <laughs> of Dicker or Power <laughs> I'll take power because he's younger but Dicker would probably with his lag bite in the middle of the park we could do with that there is no fucking danger that Kelly are going to do of course they're not going to do it but no see I have one very similar and I've put Alan Power to Hibs but uh, that is an exchange mainly just to wind you up Christian Deutsch um, big striker Right, a proper big striker. Right, Hibs would be absolutely fucked up front. We'd oh, literally just be left with Cam Berry and Shaw. Uh, we've got Cam Berry. And Boyle's back, we could use him as a striker now. Exactly, yeah, I know, but there's no way anyone's taking Dodge right. these days. I've got another one, see if you think this is better then. I've got El McCreaney going to Hibs, because Hibs need a, a tough tackling midfielder. Yes. And I've got Martin Boyle going to kill it. No. <laughs> <laughs> A year waiting for him to get back to fitness, <laughs> and he's coming it. back and he's scoring and he's and he's and we won us a penalty, so he's getting us points. And then after all that, well done, we've got you fit. Why don't you go to Kilmarnock now? But um, yeah, I can see. I think what about Daryl? Ho- one of Dicker Power needs to come ahead. What about El McCreary for Daryl Horgan? Then? Yes. Okay. You can have that. Okay. I'm not sure Kelly would be happy with that, but they're desperate for kind of more forward players. I was thinking yeah. Horgan, uh, sort of like I've not got this one, but I was thinking along the lines of like. Horgan to Hamilton because he doesn't um, Horgan is a match winner Aye. and he seems quite Hamilton-ish because he's very inconsistent but he'll probably win you about he could directly win you about 12 points in a season which is very much what a Hamilton guy does and maybe we could take Gogic as a tough tackle <laughs> again they're not going to want because I, yeah, I do have one for Gogic and uh, McKinnon and I was thinking James Scott and Motherwell because they're looking a bit soft and after watching them last week, like Motherwell, despite, I heard you guys talk about it on Monday, uh, about despite putting all these sort of defenders in the midfield, uh, Motherwell still seem to be able to get overrun in there. Um, so we, they could... So you give them like 35-year-old Darren McKinnon? Nah, it's just for, just for a short period. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a joint loan deal. 
and James Scott goes because James Scott has shown talent and um, obviously they're not he's not getting a game there but you reckon at Hamilton if he was the main man there he would knock in the four or five goals that Hamilton strikers do I don't see it certainly would be a downgrade certainly would be a downgrade on, I, for, I can't believe I've just forgotten his name but who was it at the weekend that was up front for Hamilton uh, uh, Michael Miller no, no um, Steve Davis started but he was actually decent there was, yeah. Yeah, you're thinking of Marius Ogkenpo Ogbo Wow Ogbo He's got two uh, names uh, Yeah Hamel- I, I prefer Ogbo Hamilton insists it's Ogkenpo It doesn't work when you're so shite They named him twice <laughs> <laughs> But he's, uh, uh, he was rotten I think we could replace him with The whole league Christoph Berra up front Tracy, <laughs> I don't think I have anybody Any attackers going to Hamilton I hey, I had a weird one involving Richards Right, okay. This is again to get them the third striker. Yeah, right. Steve Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Fellow Scouser alongside Gerard. Well, that's it, I was yeah. And then return, Hamilton can take Andy Firth. Because all their goalies are rubbish and Firth, I don't know, might be alright. No idea. I think he's played once. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Hamilton is that. Further said he might be good. <laughs> and, and, and though. Are you saying that you don't believe in Luke Southwood? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> and John Flanagan. Oh, aye. Yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah. And Hamilton could do a little... Uh... I mean, Hamilton could improve at nearly every single position, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he would, he would start at left-back, definitely. Yeah. So, there you go. Cool. For, for kind of... I've got one. I've got one. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this is not a serious thing. <laughs> We've done this in previous years where it really worked. This one, not so much. Um, I've got one with Hart. Okay. Because uh, obviously St Johnston are very poor defensively. Yes. Uh, uh, attacking. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, what about either Dick Amona or Christoph Berra? Uh-huh. Well, Christoph Berra. John- well, that's St Johnston. I'm listening to offers. Uh, and, uh, um, and then since Hearts are quite one-paced and bland, maybe O'Halloran? I've got exactly the straight. Michael <laughs> O'Halloran for Christoph <laughs> Berra. <laughs> Don't hear it. Right, this uh, is, I think this is the best one yet. Yeah, I genuinely don't hate it. Um, I'm absolutely fine with that. Uh, can, can we do it? Are we allowed because, to do it? Kerr uh, would probably work. Kerr's <coughs> obviously not had a good season, mm-hmm. but we have seen him in the past looking like he's going to be a great, a good player. Well, I think Kerr's issue is the fact he doesn't have a, a Shaughnessy or an Anderson yeah. or someone like that beside right. him, and he's got Wall of Stuffy, the guy with two surnames. So right. it's like, <laughs> I, I, I can't trust him. I, and I, I think that's a big issue that's, that's sort of hindering Kerr a wee bit. Given the captaincy, he's still a dead young guy. He's not got that sort of figure of uh, experience next time. So, so he popped Christoph Berra in there. And then a new Happily. lease of life for Berra as well, away from the what used to be an adoring crowd that is now a bit of a, yeah, a buoy yeah. crowd. Mind when the Hearts gave Christoph Berra a contract extension. That was good. Right. And then O'Halloran, as I said, that pace that Hearts do genuinely lack. He has pace, but he's not had really anything else in the last couple of years is a concern. But... I've tried really hard, really hard to fix Johnson's defensive woes. Yeah. Uh, with numerous, numerous swap deals. <laughs> so one of them is uh, Michael Halloran. Again, Halloran's name was on the on the block quite a lot. Yeah. Michael Halloran for Ash Taylor or Shea Logan, or maybe just both. <laughs> Give them both. <laughs> Ashton Taylor. I keep forgetting that he uh, is at Aberdeen. Yes. I, I, like, all, all the time. He's not good. Like, he's not... Ashton Taylor's not great. He's so, not good. So, so Joseph has a bit of a bulk at that a little bit. But at the same time, I'd still say he's better than Wallace Duffy. 
Yeah. So what and, I, and a historian guy. What I've done There's absolutely no question about that. What I've done to make St Johnston better at the back is get rid of Tony Ralston. And swap <laughs> <laughs> yeah, No, no, I've actually I, I a swap deal with Tony. Swap deal with a fan because the <laughs> of the guy comes in. Oh, they were already better. I kind of thought of this and I was like, what? What would actually like potentially happen in real life if they just swapped the loan deal so they got a different Celtic player, Lewis Morgan? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, even, I, I, I think even if you played Lewis Morgan at right, that's what I'm saying. No, but I think I think Morgan needs a, a a team like that. You know, he was absolutely electric for St Mirren. I think he needs to a bit of the Jack Hendry's about him. You know, he's he did really well at a smaller club, and then maybe going back to a smaller club is the least of life that he needs. Maybe and maybe then he'd stop getting called up for Scotland. Maybe you could do like the old merry-go-round one when Alan ended up at Hibs <laughs> and Scott Bain went. But the one more you saying about Boyle. Uh, what was the Boyle one again? Yeah, so the Boyle with El Macrina. Yeah, but maybe you could do it so Boyle goes there yeah. and then Lewis Morgan goes to Hibs. <laughs> right. And then, you know, <laughs> oh, it's a three-way deal. Right, so, yeah, other St. Johnson deals. Michael Halloran for Brian Easton. You're just going to name Michael Harron for anyone. <laughs> uh, like anyone in the league. For Brian Easton? Uh, on the bench most weeks, someone could do with some more pace and attack. Yeah. Uh. Easton's been doing all right at centre-half, I believe. Former Saints player. Yeah. But I like him. David Wotherspoon could go to Hamlin. He's another one who would get the obligatory two or three goals that would get them uh-huh. eight points that they need to stay, <laughs> to stay up. Yeah. Uh, did I have any more? No, but I did have Matty Kennedy. Like, I didn't mind this one. Matty Kennedy going to Kelly, so it sorts Kelly's attacking woes yeah. mm-hmm. for Del Fabro. I don't Kelly, hate that either, but Kelly would never, Kelly would never go with it. Yeah, because they love Del Fabro and he's been brilliant. Aye. But Matt Kennedy could also play wide or central, which is Kennedy's a very good player. Yeah, I like Kennedy. Yeah. I like Kennedy. An attacking player is always going to be worth more than a centre half. I don't know. I quite like this one. I've got it's one of the best ones. This, I think it's <laughs> not that it's got much to be. Uh, this one, nobody's going. For, well, I think Aberdeen would go for this, but Sibirin could do with our striker. Uh-huh. So why don't Curtis Main go there? Right, and then Sibirin lose possibly their best player and, and McGinnis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because they've got well, I was uh, listening to the Hibs game it just sounded like Dermot scots the ball all the time and just constantly crosses the ball in Yeah. Um, so uh, let McGuinness go and then you've got or maybe you could do um, what's his name James Wilson maybe him being the main man up front somewhere Christ that's another Aberdeen player uh, I, I stuck Wilson in a couple of swap deals maybe just because like, surely there was something at one point in his life uh, <laughs> that people liked and then um Maybe going somewhere where you definitely get to play up front. We are hanging our hat on you. Would make him good. I like how you said it at one point in his life, not in his career. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was a cute baby. <laughs> so I've got James Wilson going to Killy mm-hmm. to give them a forward. He's yeah. not Damon Brophy uh, for Ian Wilson. Because I don't think he's good enough to be a top deal for Power Dicker no. or El McCreary. No. Right, okay. Ian Wilson's always kind of had a bit of potential never quite fulfilled it yep. maybe Dermot McInnes is the man uh, I've also got James Wilson going to Livingston again they could do a forward yep. they've only really got dykes uh, for Steve Lawson ok mm-hmm. yeah Lawson was good for a bit last season <laughs> <laughs> there's several other midfielders you just feel like, why do we have loads of fucking set of midfielders yeah they do Aye. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the thick of it you know and, uh, I don't hate that idea <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Ready, you know, when they're all running around trying to pick who the PM's going to be, who they're going to put forward as the leader. Yeah, I don't hate that. I want to hate that, but I don't. So, yeah, carry on. And another one, this one's a bit more low key, right. uh, but it does give St. Myrna a striker who apparently can score goals. So, Bruce Anderson going to St. Myrna in return for Cammy McPherson. So, just swapping a couple of young players. Yeah. To go on the other team and do exactly the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got a really, really boring swap. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Uh, George Oakley going to St. Marin. So I think he would do all right there. Yeah. I don't mind George Oakley. I think yeah, he's decent. Right, and then Kyle McAllister going the other way. Because McAllister, I think, could have that sort of David Templeton effect that he had at Aki's. That's. And go in, and he's not really getting a game for St. Marin just now as well. So it's like, get him in there. See if he can make a difference. I, I, it's it's not the it's not the sexiest of so. No, but I quite like it. I like it as well. McAllister struggling with injury problems. That's why he's kind of yeah. not getting a game. Yeah, um, but I think I'll you know, put him on a plastic pitch. Well, he'll, he'll flourish. <laughs> um, he'll literally just turn to dust uh, when he's getting the sorts taken. No, I, I I do quite like that one because I think like Hamilton are kind of crying out for that attacking bit of. Flip. That's actually one of the better ones we've got. Yeah, so I'm far. thinking now that we could use rather McGuinness could use McAllister to go for Maine or Wilson. No, no, really. Yeah, but are still too rubbish for this. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Wilson, maybe not me. They've already got a big striker in. That's not to change the way Right. What other? Well, I just start naming off some of the other ones. Yeah, nice. <laughs> please, please do, man. I heard George Oakley mentioned. Yeah. So I've got. So Hamilton need a goalie, as yeah. I could have said already. So I've got George Oakley going to Hibs. Mm. You need a third striker. It's not Ollie Shaw. Uh, in return what, for Adam, in return for Adam Bogdan, he's always just arrived. Right? <laughs> yeah, but you use him, you use him beside a striker. Would you, would you say that? Yeah, that Simpsons being just walking in the East Bay and then just spinning right back around. Would you not playing behind the scenes? Would you say, would you say that Bogdan is the worst of the three goalies that have just now with Marshall and Maxwell? No, I, I think right. Obviously, that deal in, in general is very, you're very. You're a Bogdan fan, aren't you? Yeah, Bogdan was really good for him. Bogdan uh, or Marshall then, uh, or Maxwell? That's uh, what I meant to say. Uh, so Maxwell starting to look weird. Doing, <laughs> he started doing weird stuff like that. That foul the other week, and then against Celtic, he dropped a clanger in the five-two game when he dropped the ball for the yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. And then he done that wild tackle the uh, other week, and I think he got away with one. Uh, in the Motherwell game, like he 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 was he never catches shots. I okay. was, so I'd maybe let him go. But I think Marsha what why is Bogdan there? Like if we've signed a long longer deal, I would be like, I think it must be because maybe Marciano's got a deal set up to go, yeah. and in case that falls through and Hibs can't afford to have Bogdan, then they've got like a basically a way of Aye. like calling it quits at both of them. Yeah, um, but. I quite like Bogdan let them have Maxwell even though it's nothing to do with him it's not their decision <laughs> another team's goalkeeper <laughs> right so alright I've got another one involving Hibs <laughs> this one's a bit controversial uh, but I'd love to see it happen it'd be so funny right so Hibs again still on the third striker theme yep. Hearts have a few strikers I knew you were going to say Hearts yeah Steve McQueen Uchi Ah. For Jason Naismith. Fuck off. <laughs> you high. Hart's got a good up and down right back and allows Michael Smith to play centre half all the time. But he doesn't play centre half all the time. Ben would allow him to. He is probably the third best centre half of the club. Uh, yeah, I would, I would say he is the third best centre half. Jason Naismith or Uchi? No. Nah. Which is rubbish though. Nah, but right. you should want them at Hibs. Oh my, it's like when you leave the boardroom just over here. I can't believe he's gone for it. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> Instead of your first choice right back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we've got Gray and James that could play over there. Yes. Yeah. And Whitaker. Kinda. Mm. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I said, I will be happy for Whitaker to play centre half because I saw him play well against Celtic for about an hour. And I right. really am really pro Whitaker being a centre half. Because um, Jason Aismith really started to come quite good in the last few games, attacking and yep. defensively. But, and Itchy's crap. <laughs> great fun though it is that's it's what I'm thinking it's one of the only reasons why I've not torn up my season ticket so <laughs> at, least, at least they'll run into someone uh, and there's the chaos and then we've got enough dumb defenders who still haven't worked out that just leave just it just stand off on yeah, yeah. yeah and they still and Hibs really never really have that type of striker yeah. it's always either have like pretty strikers or bad ones uh, <laughs> or Jakey's yeah, man, the Jakeys are always quite good. Gary O'Connor was a bit of a bad man, but there was a bit more to him. There was a bit more finesse to him. Yeah, he's a good player. Uh, but I'm not. Do I want it? I would really like a battering ram striker at Hibs. Not one since like a good one since like Mixu Patalina or aye, something like that. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Get him. <laughs> and Hart's gonna have a second choice right back. <laughs> yeah, another, another player, another player that we don't own. Second choice right back for a third choice striker. That's that, fine. That would that would allow us to get rid of Jamie Brandon. Let's do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know why I didn't lead with that. Yeah. I should have. Should have. Yeah. Uh, another Hearts one. Uh, sending Denix Lamal to Ross County because well, I'm not a big Lamal fan. I think it's better than their three goalies. Okay, yeah. Uh, in return for Josh Mullen, because Hearts could use another proper winner. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sold. Yeah, yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> sold. <laughs> to that man. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is my last one. Let me just check everything. Okay. Yeah, I think this is my last one. Uh, again, involving Hibs. Again, getting rid of one of your surplus fullbacks. Uh, Tom James, go to St. Man. Bye, Tom. Well, I only liked you for two minutes. <laughs> and uh, get Danny Mullen in return. <laughs> <sighs> Whatever, man. <right? laughs> if it makes you feel good. <laughs> 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 There's not many half decent ones with uh, all that. But four or five? Yeah, there was something. We managed to find something. Yeah. I mean, if you throw darts at the board, then you will eventually get a bit yes. of uh, I think we quite like to holler in for better. Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. that one really does make some sort it of does. sense. It does, aye. Yeah. Because uh, they're both floundering at their own teams as well. Aye. Yeah. Kyle McAllister for George Oakley works mm. well enough. Yeah, we, I think we also liked... Oh, no, we eventually agreed on Nick Paisley for Naismith. I mean, it's not a good one. I thought humorously accepted it. I think that's more a personal thing about me wanting a bar ram. I think if we had another, even one other hip fans in disagree. <laughs> Too late. He's already, he's already <laughs> on his way. What's wrong with Stevie Mallon for Dicker? Stevie Mallon's rubbish. Dicker's what we got last two games? Goal and an assist. Dicker flying. Dicker's one of the best midfielders in the league. Yeah, yes. Steve, <laughs> <laughs> so I just there must be a way of shifting him out. Every time you want rid of him, then he does an assist or a goal. That's always the ball. Then you go, Well you've done that. Ah, oh, just stop doing it. It's Wait, so stupid. I can you get him to Hamilton? I mean, Stevie Mallon's not going to go to Hamilton. He, I think he's got a much more... What about Stevie Mallon for George Oakley? No. Because <laughs> George Oakley's an actual striker and Stevie Mallon has a much better output than George Oakley, ultimately. 
Which still need a third striker though. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll use Steenie Mallon as a third striker. <laughs> <laughs> he'll do less damage to us defensively up there and he'll still score more goals than George Oakley ultimately. <laughs> Just through like set pieces. Free kicks. Yeah, yeah. Like, even though that's a myth now. I, mean, I can't remember the last time Steenie Mallon scored a free kick. Probably against Hamilton, weirdly. Yeah. Aye. Right, are we all done there? I think so. I, I think so. I mean, we dragged that out quite impressively, <laughs> did I? Yeah. Lucky Fowler's here again. <laughs> I imagine it was just us two. Four minutes in. <laughs> Move on to the Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> ten minutes with that. That's like, right, Fowler's on there. Like, ah, that probably didn't be about ten minutes. <laughs> right, so the next in our Scotland list. I forgot to check which number this was. He does every Fowler. single time. 40. In the 40s. 40. Uh, right. <laughs> It'll be about 43 or something. Right. <laughs> so it's Scotland 2, Czech Republic 2. Oh, I forgot to look up the number one. The thir- from the 3rd of September 2011. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you want <laughs> to say? Oh, you want to know the number one? Right, I'll find that. Unless, unless you guys can talk about the game, and uh, I'll look up. No, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. You can talk about the game. Do what you were doing. <laughs> number one on, what, September the 11th? <laughs> the third. <laughs> The third. Um, 9-11 on your mind. Uh, what, what would it be? It's, it's, my, it's my girlfriend's birthday. 2011. Aye, September 3rd, 2011. Try to work out what would be out of it. I think Rihanna. Or something. She was Rihanna. It could be. Right. So 3rd of September. She was go. good then. <laughs> so this this game ended up being the difference between Scotland finishing second yeah. and third yeah. in the European Championships qualifying group. And it was in, in a group that um, most people kind of projected Scotland to be third because yes. they, they still had this weird thought that Czech Republic were good, but by this time they were pretty shit. No, they were pretty shit. Yeah. Uh, the Scotland team that day was Ingol McGregor, a back four of Hutton, Caldwell, Berra and Bardsley. Bardsley, Bardsley was subbed off uh, 15 minutes ago for Danny Wilson. That will be important later. Yeah. Uh, there was a midfield five of Naismith, Stephen A. Smith, who was swapped out for Barry Robson for the last five minutes. Dan Fletcher, who was captain. Charlie Adam, who was subbed off for Don Cowie. <sighs> Don Cowie in a Scotland top, honestly. Uh, Scott Brown, James Morrison, and up front was Kenny Miller. Yeah. Uh, subs not used were Matt Gilks, David Goodwillie, <laughs> Barry Bannon, and James Forrest. Yeah, uh, despite, despite my USP for this, I've left David Goodwillie alone. I'm <laughs> It's amazing, it's amazing how far back James Forrest's Scotland career goes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I've got a feeling I'll be researching given the 60s that we Forrest on the bench. He's like some sort of weird little no-neck time traveller. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard to find because the thing doesn't work. Number one song, September the 3rd, 2011. Click that. That one comes up and it doesn't work. It doesn't even tell me. Right. I think it might be Ollie Murs featuring someone. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie Murs featuring someone. Uh, uh, I thought it was quite interesting but it might not be that uh, he's a trouble maker maker because that was featuring um, what's his name uh, what was that again you got me in a spin on the minute you said that that one I can't remember the it's some <laughs> sort of crap crap um, sort of rapper guy <laughs> if you find that you need to actually rap that I can't remember the rap what the guy does but I remember a bit of the song I think I was a bit relatively sort of embarrassingly Fond of it. This is taking us an obscene amount of time yeah, to look up between Oli, three of us. Oli Barsu was like, <laughs> Oli Barsu was sort of just like, Will Young reincarnated just about ten years after. <laughs> Number one. Oh, 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 uh, Rob, I think I'm onto something here. Rob thinks he's got it. I think I'm onto something here. 
There's a bit of great big... Oli Mars featuring Rizzle Kicks. Rizzle Kicks. Heart skips a beat. Alright. You remember, anybody remember that? Nah. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, come on. Rizzle Kicks, they had a couple of tracks. What were the ones? Uh... And I've found that this is game 44 in our list. Alright, cool. Oh, wait, hold on. I've got a different result. Oh, good. Thank God. <laughs> Uh, I've, I've got uh, Stay Awake by example Oh right look Actually you're right August 28th to September the 3rd And then September the 4th Example Stay Awake Is what we've got here Okay So um, in, uh, in America It was Katy Perry's Last Friday Night Don't know that either Nah near that uh, Australia it was somebody That I used to know by Got You oh, At least I've heard of that Aye Got to know the German one uh, no, I'm, I'm cool for the general one. Unless it's David Hasselhoff. It's not. No. Um, heart skips a beat. I don't know. Do my heart skips, skips a beat. That's the, without knowing, that's what it'll sound like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the number one film at the US box office was The Help. Cool. <laughs> I know that film. Should the Help. Uh, it's uh, Emma Stone. It's uh, about, uh, it's like 50s or 60s, kind of deep south. Where the white women, the, the racism, racism, race, racism, race, 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 racism, racism. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's pretty much, uh, it's pretty much the gist. They want the must own play a racist. No, she's a good person. She helps the the help the kind of the uh, servants write a book about their experiences. Right, okay. Cool. So it's, it's, a film. Film, it's a film about Emma Stone helping people write a book. <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't think I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. It's good! So it sounds a bit art house. But what me. I will do is. <laughs> but what I will do is download uh, Rizzle Kicks and Ollie Marks. Man skips a beat, listen to that. And, and then, then watch the highlights of uh, Scotland 2 Czech Republic. Ah, uh, yeah, because I've not done that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, you were saying, fella. Right, so the so managed to watch the highlights of this. Uh, highlights start off with Milan Barros missing an absolute sitter That's after five minutes. The first note that I've got there, yeah. Um, terrible defending. I think it's better rushes out of defence for zero reason. It's done it. I know. Uh, the boy gets in behind, squares it to Barros, who about seven yards out, blasts it over. Um, aye. Milan Barros, I've got some fun things to talk about him later on. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that later. Oh, good. Uh, another highlight for this game. Smart. <laughs> I think we guessed that <laughs> uh, Alan Hutton's tackle Yeah A great tackle Outrageous that's, uh, In fact Hutton looked great in this game Mind that's when Hutton was good That's when, that's when he was well, good Well interesting enough Him and Fletcher both played They hadn't played a game that season uh, So that was their first game of that entire season I think that Was that when Darren Fletcher was coming off um, His irritable Really bad irritable All sort of colitis I yeah. thought that was a wee bit wh- Later, but then having said that, James Forrest is in this one. He's <laughs> a child at this time. So I was whenever I talk about uh, Darren Fletcher and I say Irritable Bell Syndrome, I really think I'm downplayed. What? Well, because I had a guy at my school with Irritable Bell Syndrome. Yeah, that's him for about four months. He just had to go to the toilet all the time. So I don't think I, I get, it was a lot worse. But I, I, I get Irritable Bell Syndrome. It just <clears throat> happens. You drink or you eat an Indian. Right. <laughs> I don't think that's what he had. <laughs> 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 really, career really over because he had. Uh, uh, Especially spicy in Madras. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Kenny Miller opened the score in forty fourth minute. Yes, keeper can't keep it out. Aye, that was um, it was fucking awful goalkeeping. It was really bad. Um, yeah, it's not it's not the most powerful of shots, and it, it goes right through him. Um, aye, very Kenny Miller goal. Very Kenny Miller goal. <laughs> aye, typical of his career. Yeah. <laughs> I looked this up. If you try one, to try again. Aye. Eventually, the goalie will fuck up. <laughs> <the> score. <laughs> how many how many goals did Miller score for Scotland? 19, 20 It was 18 I yeah. thought that was, that was high I didn't think it was that 
Nej, jag måste ha varit 70-årig caps. Jag tänker på 60. Nej, vad har hans goda rekord för skott? I 60 är allt timeless. Uh, uh, he's got the worst uh, goals per game ratio of anybody in the top 10 in that list. Unsurprising. Right. That doesn't mean But sense. the second uh, worst in the list is Kenny Douglish. So. Wow. Oh, okay. well, there we go. Uh, in fairness, Kenny Miller went through a good period where he was good for Scotland. He scored a few big goals. I'll remember the flashing header against Germany, yeah. which I'm sure we'll talk about in the, in the future if that's on the list. Yeah. I don't know, but maybe. How's his current moment was the goal at Wembley? So that's when a game beating, what was it, Israel last season made it, but I'm going, <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. Home to, to Germany, it happened and it didn't make it. All right, fine. <laughs> no, Mel- Miller's current moment was that goal at Wembley. Yeah. Uh, it was an absolute scorcher. Uh, Plasil equalised. Well, Scotland managed to hold on to the lead until 12 minutes to go, where Plasil equalised. With his cock? Yep, there was a weird goal. He had his mm. cock or he managed to stomach muscle it in. Uh, it looked like it bounced off his bobby. Okay, well. And the fact that it, it wasn't soft. Man, it wasn't that sore. I'm kind of thing normally when it skiffs it, it's miles worse. But it would be agony. But the fact that it just smacked right off it. I thought yeah. you meant when it was soft, I thought you were meaning about whether he was aroused. Aroused by a potential cross. Yeah, if, he, if, he, if, he, if he wasn't aroused, that goal would never have happened in Scotland would have made the Euros. <laughs> Last year was cock and balls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were a cock and balls away for the Euros. <laughs> uh, Jack were just level for five minutes when a mistake from Rashoff led uh, to Miller getting in. He squared for Fletcher, who scored in the 83rd minute. Yeah, so that's a nice, yeah, nice, nice goal. Really, really good cross. Really good cross. Yeah. I would argue, you could argue that looking back, because I remember watching the game, is that Darren Fletcher's best game in a Scotland shot? Maybe, maybe. But like, well, he assisted the first goal in terms of output. It definitely was in terms of he got an assist and a goal. Yeah. But I think I remember because it was a bit of controversy about getting back in because he hadn't played and there was a lot of people that could have played instead. And uh, he had like he was dragging us. I remember him playing particularly well. Aye. So maybe it was. Maybe that was his crowning moment. Yeah, but unfortunately, it was ruined. Yeah. It, it, it seemed like it was going to be a, a crowning moment. And it seemed like it was going to be a vital victory for Scotland. Uh, but Danny Wilson gave away a 89th minute penalty. Taken down Rezek, so who it was a, definitely dived. It was a daft lunge, yes, is what I would say. Um, but it's it's a, it's a terrible dive, um, really really bad dive. <clears throat> Rezek said after the game, "I knew their player was very close to me, so I was waiting for his challenge." It's true, but I say again, it was not a big fall, a dive. Why is he talking in riddles? <laughs> <laughs> why is he talking? I'm assuming that is in Google Translate. Why is he talking like he's on Google Translate? The boy, the boy learned English. He didn't chaucer. He continues. Yes, I made the most of it, and of course, the Scotland player was not happy. He asked me if he touched me first or the ball. Wilson responded, uh, the fact is I didn't touch the player, I did get a slight touch on the ball, but I know for an absolute fact that I didn't make contact with him. I felt a breeze betwixt my calves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Scotland complained to UEFA, hoping to get Rezek banned. Fat, was, fat lot of use that we do. Yeah, I always was like, how can you be arsed? Grow up. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, if you're grow up. I mean, honestly, but I've with the Scottish FA and some of the people involved there, it's something to fucking do. Uh, <laughs> honestly, man, Jesus. Um, UEFA weren't interested, though, threw it out. I think or do you think they just listen when they get all the letters coming and you should do that about all the angry punters Aye. I suppose we better do that and write this official email yeah, yeah I, think, I think that was Danny Wilson's last ever action in the Scotland top as well I think that was his last cap for Scotland deserved cap number 5 I believe I get in the team, uh, Michael Cladick equalised from the penalty spot Prick. blasted it in roof of the net great penalty uh, but then the proper highlight of the game 
Christoph Berra. Yeah. Christoph Berra goes oh, down in the box late in the game. Not only that, it's the fact that he does really well to absolutely body two Czech guys off the ball and then running into the box. And he decides, from one angle, you're like, oh, maybe he was clipped. And then you see, you see it from the reverse angle, you're like, that is awful. <laughs> that is so bad. He's like, obviously just thinking because of what's happened up the other end. Like, if I do it, he he'll, want to, he'll want to even it up. He will but be. not the arrogant Kevin Blom. No, no, no. Well, that's uh, so it's reminiscent of the, the infamous Michelina scheme when uh, obviously he went down, won the penalty, and then Gary O'Connor went down in the second half. I was like, that's a fucking dying. <laughs> <laughs> um, aye, but no, I could honestly, I could, I might make a gif of that dive. It's it's superb. Yeah, Dory, you've got stuff about the ref, haven't you? Yeah, well, Kevin Blom, he was... Um, the most Dutch-looking man on yeah, earth. Yeah, look at that hair. Listeners, if you could just Google him, then you can see Darren Fletcher screaming at him. But obviously, after that, everyone was raging about Kevin Blom, so that went the daily record by looking for dirt on him in some shape or form, as yeah. they do. Uh, but they managed to get um, sort of a, Dutch, a, a veteran Dutch official called Mario van der Ende. Uh, what a Dutch name that yeah, is, yeah. yeah. And he came Vander out, Ende He was help. sort of like The most Holland's most famous ref And he was giving An insight into him Saying that He was actually Fast tracked Through From uh, From the youth From the youth development Right through Because Holland had Barely any top refs And they were worried About not having any Sort of UEFA officials So they put him through And they were saying Because of that He's became a very arrogant man Because he was Sort of Surrounded by sycophants all going up telling him how amazing he is to sort of give him the confidence to go forward but his, his quote is the reality is completely different and he's saying the penalty kick he gets to Czech Republic was for me a clear example of simulation there was no contact um, there was a clear no contact it was a very disappointing decision for Scotland that turned the whole game upside down so he slated them but then it turns out that maybe he was quite arrogant because he's went ahead in his life Based on the fact that he's a referee, he's wrote a book uh, called The Whistling Leader, which <laughs> which, is, which isn't tips for refs or like that. That's, 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 that's where that check boy learned English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this guy, he's, he, he wrote a book of tips for managers, and I don't mean just football managers, like managers of like big organisations, and because he believes that his experience as a ref puts him in a position to... Do that, but Actually, I, I, I kind of like this guy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm not gnashing my teeth anymore. I'm, I'm interested. Managing a group of employees is difficult. Just try to steer Ajax Feyenoord in the right direction with a well, a full gallery sings offensive texts about your mother's profession. I wasn't able to find out what his mother's profession was. <laughs> I can guess what they were saying. But he's been giving workshops to business executives for about eight years, together oh, right. with HR advisors Colinda Van Dyke, uh-huh. which I never checked, and someone check if that is a. Um, a sister <laughs> of Virgil and Eric Captain which is good because he's got a guy called Captain um, so yeah there's are there really so many similarities between a referee and a manager oh big question but in this um, one time or more of a psychologist on the field the other time more of an orchestra leader you're a little higher you're a little lower but actually I'm mainly a kind of manager the big difference is that for me time pressure is many times larger than from a normal manager I have to make decisions in a split second. Fucking David Van Brent over here. Yeah. <laughs> but in football, they say Mario Van Brent. He's like, so. saying like there's a big problem because uh, in football there's clear rules, and their the, the argument was that there isn't clear rules in running a business or organisation. But he says there is, 
Um, but nobody really reads the manuals and the agreements and all the small print in there. But I'll read his book. Uh, yeah, he turns out a really boring bastard. Uh, <laughs> a manager who can constantly insist on compliance with rules does not love himself. He does talk about some interesting things about how he always watches the teams before he referees them, so he's able to decide how to referee the game. Like most refs do that, Yeah, like he does the, the personalities... Obviously, talks about Luis Suarez being difficult to referee, and, but yeah, this is not really that explosive insight, is it? No, no. But this is. But I, mean, I should have just left it at the whistle when the whistle blows. Or whatever. Not <laughs> <laughs> reading us the entire book. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry about that. Just, let's, let's go on to prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Milan Barros. Oh, yeah. like uh, them, did he? Yeah, well, apparently six. Uh, this was during the campaign in two thousand and eight. Six players after they drew nil nil with Slovakia were caught going into a, well, I say caught, they're allowed to go to a restaurant, really. I'm now using... Caught going to a restaurant? I'm using tabloid, because I've been reading tabloids and I speak like a tabloid. <laughs> uh, they, they were picture going in and then a few, a few uh, like about half an hour later, and the, this is the language used in the article, uh, a taxi pulled up with three ladies of the night, but there were six of them. So I really got confused about... Maybe uh, three of them were, were that idiot. Maybe some just wanted to go for a meal. And the others really wanted to party. And they just innocently got into the taxi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but they all no, but they didn't leave that restaurant till half past six in the morning. And then the manager got the manager got <laughs> the manager got sacked after it. Um, well, the, the, the the restaurant manager. Having a lock but yeah, the manager. You had a lock in with six fucking footballers <laughs> and three prosies. Aye. Well, well, if I was the restaurant, if I was the area manager, I'd be like, brilliant, because I'm assuming they spent a shit ton of money. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they all got the so it was like Thomas Ufalusi, who played for Atletico Madrid, he yeah. quit uh, after that because he didn't like how he was treated. Uh, the manager said um, the manager said that the reason he was leaving was because of how the media portrayed the whole scandal right. and that. but then it just made very clear that he was sacked he ah. didn't really have a choice in, in the matter but this wasn't the first time it had happened some of these guys uh, Matsueski who played for Reading uh, Radislav Kovac who played for West Ham yeah. but a few years before the same thing had happened again it all got in trouble so they all got sacked indefinitely including Milan Barros but Milan Barros was brought back in in the future and hence why he was able to play in this game and miss that yeah. miss that sitter yeah, <laughs> I, bet they all, I bet they all give amazing TripAdvisor reviews a picture of him shagging and I still think his hair wouldn't move <laughs> despite, <laughs> despite 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 of a long hair Milan Barros' hair was always stationary you know what I mean? so, like a Lego man <laughs> yeah yeah he really does if you really look at him he really does look like he's made a Lego yeah. Yeah. so yeah so sorry I got a bit bored in there I like, I like the Kevin Blonde one I didn't I didn't really understand when to stop that story. Um, but that's so, same, same same with David Prostitutes. Uh, Milan Barros likes them. Good for him. Uh, allegedly, he might have just been there. He might have been one of the three guys who just, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He just sat on the side finishing off his dessert. Uh, eating sweet corn. Uh, mm. <laughs> Do it differently. <laughs> Call me Milan. Yeah. <laughs> Take your notes. Throwing food at them. <laughs> Shite boo! The only other is Michael uh, Kladic, uh, who equalised, had his nose broken in a Cologne nightclub when he was playing for Bayer Leverkusen. Uh, it, the, f- the fans were casuals. So they were described as violent criminals in sport. Oh. And one of them was serving a four year stadium ban. Uh, it was such a kind of scandal that the Cologne chairman actually apologised in public for it. Oh, fuck. So you can imagine that if. Uh, I don't know. 
Jason Naismith gets his nose broken up to and, and Budge apologises for it. Well, surely we think of uh, what was his name, the old Hibs midfielder. Oh. The name. Um... Not Gary Deegan, but ended up being Gary... a Hibs fan at Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he got his nose broken up. And they didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Hibs apologised to Hearts when Darren McCormick battered yeah, Callum Elliott. Yeah. I don't think there was any apology. So, uh, German football, what a shape. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was just looking at Kevin too busy watching Callum Elliott's um, video when he was dancing. Yes. Uh, and Callum! <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I forgot about <laughs> that! <laughs> yeah, that was the best. We should have just spoken about that one. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that's why I battered him. I saw your video and I did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> your dancing was substandard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm Darren! <laughs> Like sort of one the scandal that fuck it but Miroslav Pelter this is well this one goes really high this is like an episode of twenty four right uh, he was the FA chairman during the period uh, of Czech Republic and apparently they're still going they're in court now still to this day and uh, it's been going on for four years because uh, subsidies. Uh, he, money that he was in control of that was meant to go to like youth development allegedly allegedly uh, allegedly uh, <laughs> well, really he got arrested <laughs> uh, and it's went all the way like well we'll say allegedly yeah just because I can't quite pin it but uh, it's involved like the Minister of Sport and Education and that the money all went missing it went to cert- certain clubs ended up with a million and no one else got any money and then the reason they were asking why this random third division club was able to buy three players near the end of a season which kept them up and they were all like sort of relatively big name players ah, for yeah. Czech Republic um, and they, they stayed up but Lord, and he owned a he sort of bought a little flat and he just gave that out to mates and then they were all just splitting the money like, allegedly <laughs> right uh, I think we should close this before <laughs> we get found in contempt yeah, of court no, this, is, this is a bad one it is still ongoing found in con- that right, prostitutes was fine yeah. <laughs> that, that happened this found in contempt one. of a Czech court yeah don't want that. Nah. So let's wrap that up. Not really. So watch the help. Uh, and uh, also listen to the Patreon. Uh, Patreon. And listen to Ollie Mars. And listen to Ollie Mars. And uh, what was the other one as well? Mama did the hump. Uh, oh, the, the other number one. So uh, it was Stay Awake by example. The man who was famous for one song but apparently has a different one at number one. Ooh. There you go. Yeah, so listen to that. Also listen to Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Terrace Podcast. We've wrapped up our quarterly review series so that is an episode each on the top flight clubs in Scotland kind of just talking to fans of all the clubs and finding out where they, they think the progress is so progress has been so far this season and how things will pan out for the rest of the campaign. So we're off to record some Patreon stuff now as well, aren't we? Yeah, we're we're off to sitting still and <laughs> stopping this and press and play again for record. Yes, that's that's behind the curtain. <laughs> That's how they do it. <laughs> I thought they were went to a different place. <laughs> different venue. We always change venue for we have a Patreon venue and we have a uh, normal show. <laughs> That's how we squander your money. <laughs> Say goodbye, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Right. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.